You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 086. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 86. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello, my love. Hello, beautiful. How are you? I'm good. I think this is going to be a funny-ass podcast. Oh, see, there you set the stage. Now we've, now we've got big shoes to fill. Well, we're drinking. Uh, we have not drank that much. We've had like three sips. I know, but we're, it's going to be like drunk history, only like... Take it easy. We, we don't have enough time to get drunk on this podcast. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but All we right. can damn well try. But we can certainly put our best <laughs> We'll foot do our forward. best, junkies. We will do our best. <laughs> we'll try to be wasted by the end. No, we No, won't. that would be pure negligence. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Joy Junkie Show, everybody. Welcome, welcome. And we have an awesome topic for you today. We're going to be digging into feeling not enough, dealing with worthiness, which is kind of a huge, huge topic mm-hmm. for for a lot of people, I think. So we're going to dig we're into... We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> exactly. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think... I don't even know what I was going to say right there. I'm so sorry. I... I'm a little hazy because I'm hungover as well. Jeez. I know. What a lush. I am a lush. It, I mean, we're okay, no, let's just take it back a notch real quick. Booty luscious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that pregnant pause? That was me staring down Mr. Smith. <laughs> Giving him a look of like, what the? So, no, we a lot of times we record the podcast over the weekend. Yeah. So that's why. It's not like it's yeah. a, a Tuesday afternoon. It's not Monday at 10. It, no. Yeah. Like right now, it is. Is that kill the illusion? Does that kill the. I don't think people care. <laughs> to be honest. You don't think that they think that this is a very high quality, very pro- high. Is it production. entertaining and do they get information? <laughs> that's all they care about. I'm sure. Wow. All right, so if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Before we jump into our topic of the day, we like to kind of warm up the mics, which isn't even a real thing, but we say it is. Yeah, we we love to. So we like to kind of shoot the shit and do our little Would You Rather segment. So without further ado... Would you rather... Yeah, would you rather... So today's would you rather? What you got, Smith? Is um okay. So would you rather have knives for fingers or penises for fingers? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, like like for sure penises. Okay, why? Well, because first of all, they they'd be really well. It'd be easier to do things with penises as fingers. Like, do you have nutsack and everything? 
Oh, I wow, don't know. Wow, this is really inappropriate. Good thing we have an explicit content. I don't label. think that it would matter. Like you've got penises for fingers. Yeah, but who if cares you have, if there's a ball sack? But if there's like five, <laughs> if you get ten nuts each on each hand, that's like a lot happening that's, kind of at your wrist. God, that's a horrible visual. Ugh. No, no ball sacks. See, this is probably why we shouldn't drink and podcast. No, it's just penises. Come on, don't don't ask all these questions. Just no, I love to do this. Get is the best to the part. point. This is the best part. But then it would be also hilarious because they would sometimes be flaccid and sometimes erect. <laughs> And I also feel like they would be such a, like, you'd be, like, I would be the girl with penises as fingers. Like, you that's would. way cooler than knives. So, would you, like, if would you have, if you had erectile dysfunction, would you have to take Viagra to get your fingers hard? <laughs> Why do you ask all these questions? Is see? That, see? See how it is? No, you see. So, all right. So, the only thing that you can do when you have knives as fingers is cut shit. Yeah. Like that's just about all you can do. So you could right? only work as like a chef doing But like, like you could stuff. pleasure <laughs> 10 people with 10 penises. Oh, and right? that's a totally different and you profession. Could, and yeah, yeah, for sure. And you could not. I mean, unless you were, you know, cutting up onions for people. And they were into the hat or something. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I'm like a, it, you, it would are, be disgusting you, to walk around with penises on your hand all the time. Like try to shake somebody's hand, you know? You would just have but to. But you wouldn't cut Could em. you fist bump them? Not even that. <laughs> like, you'd be trying to fist no, bump. No, it'd be a head be, bump. Like, dangling like a little. Uh. <laughs> this is the worst. I promise we've got some good shit coming up for you. What's That's your answer? That's good shit. What's your answer? Penises. But, you know, neither one is great. But the only thing you can do with knives is cut things. So yeah, and you would. I, could, I, you I would couldn't do anything. You could never. Lot. Yeah, you couldn't like embrace people or, you know, like you'd be like well, you Edward could. hands up you, on the hill. You could embrace people the same way you do like when you, your nails are wet. <laughs> you know how you have to You'd have of... to have special gloves on all the time, you know? Yeah, you'd have to have. <laughs> you'd probably have to have special gloves on for penises too. <laughs> the love gloves. Love gloves. You'd have to have love gloves on. Oh my God. We could start our own line. All right, we need to start the okay. show. Okay, all right, let's start the show. <laughs> but that was funny. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for that. And You're you guys welcome. would laugh because we were looking up Would You Rathers before the show, and, you know, I'm, I started looking some up, and he was like, whose segment is this? He called territorial. Like, back off me. It's my show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So before we jump in, I wanted to let you guys know about something Pretty damn incredible, if I do say so myself. What is it? So, you know how the last couple of weeks I've been talking to them about my one-on-one -on -one practice and kind of what I do. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a, a process, a 12-week one-on-one uh, -on -one process that I take clients through called Creating a Badass Life. And so usually what I do is I have on my website where if you go and look at it and you just you go to thejoyjunkie.com and you click on Work With Me. And people can read about the Creating a Badass Life program. And then I always, I don't offer it where you can just like buy it right there. We have to like get on the phone, make sure we vibe well sure. and we're like a good match. But I usually just offer a free 15-minute <clears throat> session. Yeah. Well, right now for a very, very limited time, and it's actually only through this coming Friday, for anybody who is really interested in that program and wants to get a taste of me one-on-one -on -one taste of a badass life <laughs> get a taste of a badass life 
that's tweetable right there, babe. <laughs> uh, I'm doing 30 minute free sessions. Ooh, so this double. is not just like, you know, yeah, let me just fucking get on the phone with every single person. I'm talking about people who are really serious. They look at the program. It absolutely seems like something they'd be interested in. Um, and it, you just want to feel way more solid if you're investing in yourself like that, that like enough. I'm the right person to be in your corner. Gotcha. So <clears throat> yeah. And so that way I'm giving a little bit of an extended amount of time so that we can really dig into stuff. So if that's something that you're interested in, go to thejoyjunkie.com, click on work with me. You'll be able to see everything that's included in the creating a badass life program. And it's, I work quite a bit differently than a lot of coaches. Um, it's starting to change a little bit now, but uh, traditionally, coaches, you would hire them for a specific amount of months, usually like a three month is kind of a typical thing. But you would just kind of say, here's the things I want to change in my life and go. And you would just kind of coach. Right. And something that I, <clears throat> I found out over years and years and years of doing this and working with hundreds of people is that people don't know what they what they really want all yeah. the time you know and so i created a whole series of of work that's designed to help you get to the bottom of it because nobody nobody who's like unhappy in their life comes to me and says you know what i really need to do is i need to get to the bottom of my worthiness that's, or yeah, i right. need to really underline my core value system or figure <laughs> out what my future self looks like like nobody does that nobody would you know they would just say i am really frustrated with my job or you know i'm i feel like i've you know maybe need to get out of this relationship or whatever i'm loved at home or i don't feel like i'm uh, enough for my spouse or something like that right yeah. and so while that's awesome and then you you know as a coach you can like target something like that in a session I, I realized that a systematic approach to take people through the real deep inner work, like belief it. systems and all of that stuff, untangles all of that shit so that you're just, you're genuinely more powerful, more confident in all these different areas of your life. So it is, it is the most potent, robust program that I have. And it really is transformational. It's, li it's life-changing. Nice. And, um... Yeah, so I That's am awesome. I'm taking on a couple more individual one-on-one -on -one co coaching clients than I have in the past because I'm not doing any major um, class at the moment. Right. And so I'm able to. <clears throat> so you have some extra time. On yeah, your and I love it. Like it just yeah. it feeds my spirit. It feeds my soul to watch people change. So anyway, 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 if you want to get on the phone with me, I would absolutely love it. Check out the program. See if it's for you. And then at the very bottom, you'll see a place where you can actually uh, get on the phone with me. And uh, as long as there's still spots available, you Sweet. don't you you just have to book it by this Friday. You don't have to use it. Use it. Yeah, Got yeah. It. I mean, you don't have to um, it, it fit it in within this week. Gotcha. It just has to be booked. So, all right. So let's talk about feeling not enough and worthiness. Speaking okay. of the work I do all the time, right? So the first thing that I wanted to mention is really how this shows up, because a lot of times we don't think. Well, I mean, sometimes people are pretty clear, like, I don't think I'm good enough. You know, I, I don't think I'm worthy or deserving. That's what they'll say. I don't I don't think I deserve a partner like that or to be happy or um, a really fulfilling career. Like, they feel like there's some sort of penance that they have to pay, like that they aren't. And what they pay is their happiness. Mm -hmm. So 
how that ends up showing up in your life is what what we often will say in coaching is playing small by playing small so it is you know settling for relationships that don't fuel you that don't fulfill you it is uh, in constant comparison of yourself to maybe other parents you know why you're not you're not enough you're not doing enough you're not a good enough parent because your kids didn't end up like so and so's kids right yeah um, that happens a lot and <clears throat> you sure. know in work it's it's not going for things it's not striving for um, a promotion or you know it's it's playing small or I will also see where people are overachievers because they're always trying to prove their worth. Yeah. To themselves, really. Right. To everybody else, they look like they've got their shit together. This is like the person that I work with, basically. For sure. That they look like they have their shit together. They're usually the life of the party. Everyone thinks like, damn, you're amazing. They're either like the high power executive, the turbo mom who does everything right, mm-hmm. like the entrepreneur, whatever, but they are in a constant rat race of striving, 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 because if I attain all this shit, then I must be worthy. So they've quantified their worthiness in attainment of goals and things that are outside of themselves. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure you see it with your students. For sure. And with my clients, too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the second thing that I really wanted to outline, well, first of all, wait, let me just look at that really quick. Is there a place that you can identify that? You know, maybe you, maybe it shows up differently for you. Maybe you feel like you have to strive and strive and strive in your workplace because you feel like if I attain this promotion, if I start this new business, if I have this high, you know, dollar amount contract, then I'm worthy. You know, maybe that's how it shows up there. But then in your relationship, in your private life, you don't know if you actually deserve love. You know, we're going to dig into where that might come from. So you so you settle for people who treat you like shit or who who maybe don't even treat you like shit but don't light you up necessarily. Yeah. You know, I see this a lot with people who are women who are very driven, very focused, very kind of entrepreneurial mindset, always go after the things that they want, and then they will settle for men who have zero ambition. Yes. Zero ambition, zero drive. I know these people. Right? Yeah. And they will do it habitually over and over and over again. And it all stems from that inner piece of... I don't believe that I am worthy of love that I desire. Mm-hmm. The wow. caliber of love, the caliber of connection. And it's not necessarily that these men might be, you know, shitty or whatever. It just is that it's not what you really, really desire. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. And so until you, and this is why I'm so passionate about this work, until you get to the root of it, like where that came from, dismantle it, address it, stare it in the fucking face and decide to tear it down and recreate something new, you will always behave this way. You will always choose that person. You will always keep looking for that next promotion to make you worthy in your work. Or you will be constantly comparing yourself to parenting or whatever else, however else it shows up for you. So I want you to take just like a little inventory of your life 
is there places, are there places where you are doing, doing, doing because you think that if I accomplish these things, then I must be worthy? Are there areas that you're really unhappy in that you're actually allowing and you're settling for because you don't believe you're worthy? So just kind of take a little synopsis of what's going on in your world. And the best place to look is where it hurts. You know, Mm. the best place to look is where it hurts. So stress, like the examples that I just gave, like if you're hugely stressed out all the time, you know, like when, when I was working for, you know, the cosmetic line and pushing myself in so stressed out because I had really put all of my self-worth and all of my identity in this one facet of my life. And if it was, if I look good on paper and if I am, you know, the, the next one in line for the promotion and if I'm, if I'm exemplary on all these visits that we have and like, if I, if I could check off all those boxes, then look at me on the shit. Like then I can be proud of me. Then I can be worthy. So, so give yourself a little, a little look, see there. Now, listen up, because this one, number two, this is huge, okay? This is just a perspective shift. This is a different way to look at it. No one decides you're worthy except you. There is no universal criteria of what makes somebody worthy. There's no box you can check. There's no, and nothing you can check out of the library that says here is what is worthy. So if you are waiting for something or someone to deem you worthy, you will wait for a fucking lifetime. Wow, that's powerful shit. But we don't ever stop to think about that. No, it's true. It's true. We don't. We keep looking for it in external things and not looking internally to find it. Right. And realizing that we already are. Right. And that we are the ones who get to decide. Like, yeah. we get to decide. Like, no, I, I, one of my favorite things is say to clients is like, who said? Who said you had to do that? Who's, who fucking said? Yeah. You did. Right. It's your it's a perspe- rules. Per- perspective shift for sure. It's just changing the rules that you've established for yourself. So that leads me to the third point. Now you need to figure out how you created this rule system for yourself. Like, did you, um, did you decide, you know, I I use that example because I see it all the time. Like, you know, if I accomplish all of these things, if I, you know, even in my industry, if if I write a book, if I have a flourishing blog, if I, you know, if I hit six figures or seven figures, if I hit all these, you know, there's all these barometers of success that we make mean we're worthy, right? So... We set up that rule system and oftentimes it's because of something that triggered us, right? So sometimes it really is parents. That's a very real thing. Yeah. Where parents say, even verbatim, you are worthless unless you are beautiful, unless you have a high paying job, unless you go to an Ivy League school, unless you just get into college. Like we definitely receive messaging about yeah. worthiness from our parents. Yeah, and from society. Absolutely, from society. Because that's where our parents get it. it. And they oftentimes are, it's succession planning, right? Yeah. Like would they get it from their parents oftentimes? Yeah. Yeah. Because like I always say, this is not taught in schools. If we could, 
I need to figure out how to get this into schools because this is what kids really need to know. Yeah, well. They don't need, like, I love that Facebook meme that's like, yep, another another day passed and didn't use algebra once. <laughs> and I, I use geometry, though. I use geometry daily. Right. But you are also in a profession that that yeah. definitely, you know, needs it. Sure. But everybody needs self-worth, for Christ's sake. Yes, everybody. they do. You're right. You know what I mean? Everyone needs confidence. Everyone needs to speak their truth. So dig deep. Start looking after you've kind of analyzed and figured out where maybe you've set up some of these rules. Maybe it's in any number of those categories. Start looking at what was the genesis of that? Because sometimes, you know, when I was just saying like, who says? Sometimes it was, well, mom said. Well, my grandparents always said. Well, my dad said. Well, that one boyfriend that I had that one time said. Well, that my ex-wife always said. They may have planted the seed of what worthiness looked like for you in any of these categories. Maybe it was a boss. Maybe it was, you know, an athletic coach that you had in high school or something. Oftentimes, we will get these messages. And because we're not taught this, we accept them as truths. Yeah. And then we continue to look for evidence over and over and over again to support that truth. That is why if you don't believe that you are worthy of love in the way that you want it, you will continue to seek out these abusive relationships, subpar relationships, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, because you subconsciously are supplying the evidence to support your belief. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so start looking like what, what was the genesis for you? in any of those areas was there something that was said to you was there something that was modeled for you sometimes it's not even what was said it is uh the approach to it like another example would be perhaps a mom who is obsessed with weight and beauty and maybe she doesn't outright tell her daughter you must be pretty to be loved or right, your only way to get ahead it's implied is because, to use your looks. But right. what's modeled for you right. is is I your you know maybe the mom only loves herself when she's beautiful, you know, and so and that will model a very specific behavior to a child. For sure, yeah. So keep keep an eye out. It sometimes it's an environment. It's that you were involved in a workplace that had a culture that modeled something about worthiness. Mm-hmm. So this is your this is your life's work right here to dig into this and dismantle it and change it. Number four, declare that you are worthy. So remember, I just told you that this is like this is up to you. Like you are the one who gets to decide whether you're worthy or not, period. So just decide. Um, because everybody else decided already for you. Right, right, right. I, I think um, I think if you say that, you have to be ready to believe what you're saying. Right. Right? So, yep. so don't just say, I'm worthy, <laughs> when you know deep in your heart that you're not convinced yet. Right. You know, like it, it, it's a decision you have to make internally before you can say it externally and right. and feel like, yes, all right, that is 
definitely something that's believable for me. Right. Right. That's true in anything. I'm drinking and crushing my eyes in my mouth. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. You're so fucking perfect for the show because that's a, a perfect segue. Because if you have been living in a conditioned way of being where you have believed wholeheartedly that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you're never enough, then this is going to feel like a big fat fucking lie. Yeah. It's the same way if you've conditioned a sedentary lifestyle, how challenging is the first day of diets? How challenging is it the first day of working out? You're dying. You're not, you're like, what is this? It's a total shock to your system. Right. It's the same exact stuff with with your spirituality Mm. and your mindset. It's a shock to your system at the beginning because this is not the conditioned habit. It's not what your synapse are used to. Firing. Firing. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's exactly right. So I'm really glad that you said that because I use something that I call progressive language. And I think that I might have talked about this before in the pod. So... Instead of saying, well, let me let me just be very clear that you need to commit to this. So even if you can't like say wholeheartedly with every ounce of your being, I am fucking worthy and believe it, you need to at least commit to getting to that point at, at getting to that place at some point. Be committed to that process because okay. if you in, if you embark on this of like yeah but I'm not then like good luck right you're just nurturing all that other bullshit that has gotten you nowhere so progressive language basically what that is is instead of saying something affirmative like I am worthy it's saying something more that's almost like almost saying I'm on my way so I am committed to uncovering my worthiness um, I am exploring what worthiness looks like or what right. self-worth looks like. I am in the process of redefining my self-worth. So it's language that's saying like, I'm not there yet, but I will be. I'm going to get there. Okay. Because that will allow you to buy in. It's like easing in. It's like the warm-up to the workout. That's right. <laughs> Instead of like going all P90X right off the bat. You just got to get start flexing a new muscle and gotta start somewhere you have to and and i'm hoping what you'll see is that the way you develop to these specific rules for yourself about what worthiness look like are so bogus i'm hoping that you look back and go dude my mom was way fucking off base right Or or it worked for her but that doesn't mean it works for me right right or that teacher was wow, that was really unfortunate that that's the message that they gave me. How amazing that I can actually change that now that I'm aware. Yeah. So get really clear clear about this and committed that you want to change this and then create some sort of progressive language statement around it. Like I'm on my way or I'm exploring what this looks like. You know, I'm experimenting with self-worth, whatever you want to say. But chances are that is going to feel a shit ton better than what you have been saying to yourself, Mm -hmm. which is most likely you're never going to be good enough. Whatever you do is never enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not 
professional enough. You haven't, you know, your kids aren't smart enough. Like, whatever it is, chances are that makes you feel like shit. Can I share something personal? Absolutely, baby. Okay. Should we cue some, like, emotional music? Yes. Put a violin and a cello behind me. (laughs) No. um, I'm going to. (laughs) You know, uh, I remember on my baptism day, uh, all of the people that were surrounding me in the church were talking positively about me and saying positive things and pointing out all the attributes that they liked about me and the things that I was good at. And my dad was there. He didn't say anything through the whole thing. And on the way out, he goes, you have all these people fooled. How do you have all of them fooled? You're a liar, a cheater, and a thief. How do you, and I knew I wasn't those things, but when your father tells you that you're those things and he, and you continue to hear it, you start to believe it. Absolutely. And that doesn't make you feel very good. Right. So you start doing lying, cheating, stealing behaviors. Right. Right. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you want to live up to your, what your father thinks you are. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, And I had to tell myself that I'm not those things. Right. And say, you know what? I really don't feel good in that role. That's not me. Right. And I had to kind of like shed that skin of, you know what? I don't lie to people and I don't cheat people. And I don't steal. Where did he get that? Right. Right. I started picking up those behaviors after he told me those things. So once I started saying positive things to myself, like, you know what? You, you didn't do any lying today. You didn't cheat right. on anything today, and you didn't steal anything today. Yeah. So how could you be a liar, a cheater, and a thief? Right. Right? So I, I started putting two to two together. Yeah. So you can do the same thing with self-worth. Right? It, that is ex- a perfect fucking example. And as you were starting to talk about it, I was getting choked up because I was going, I know what you're going to say, and I know the journey you've come through. Maybe yeah. it's because we're, we're having a little whiskey, but... Um, but I know, I know how long you have battled that lie. Yeah. And I remember you writing about it, you know, in uh, different excerpts and things. And, and so if you, if you had those messages, you guys, you're normal. Most of us do that. Some of us had amazing upbringings and still got crazy messages from, random lovers or people in the media or you know we will attach to the most bizarre messages that become our truths but what's so amazing is that you are the type of person who gives a shit about being different or being better or you wouldn't be listening to this right now you know so applaud yourself because we say this ad nauseum but awareness first is the key so if you can look at this and find out what you're saying to yourself, where the self-worth issues are coming from, dismantle it, reprogram it. Like, my God, it's so possible. I just think like, I, you know, I always say that you, you lived your entire life kind of in darkness. Imagine what's possible now that the lights are on. Right. Like all of that programming, all of that shit, those decades of life that you've lived, 
thinking that your worthiness was in all these external things, that was only because you weren't aware. Now that you're aware, oh my God, the sky's the limit for you. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just a side note, I've created a fucking monster with Mr. Smith on this podcast. I just want to tell everybody. <laughs> like the other night I was I was dealing with some self-worth issues and worthiness in my work. And I try to be really transparent about that because I want people to know that you don't do this work and then become invincible. You continue to maintain. That's right. You keep learning. You keep doing the things that, that nurture your self-worth and confidence and all of these things that we talk about. And you were just such a perfect fucking life coach. Like... Well, that's a really disempowered way of thinking. Like you really need to get back to this and da da da. So, but I'm I'm so grateful. I'm so Aww. so grateful. Um, Thanks, baby. Yeah, that's a sweet thing to say. Thank you for yeah. sharing that so openly. No, I think we're both pretty good at calling each other on our shit. Yeah. Saying, yeah, that's not you. Since 1997. That's right. <laughs> that's not you. That's not how. That's not how, how mm-hmm. uh, you improve yourself. That's not how you think. That's not how you grow, and you know, doing it in a way that isn't uh, abusive or mean or right or condescending or you know, from, it's from a place of love. And, yeah. and as I love to tell everybody, like that is a communication process that's been honed over seventeen years. For sure. Yeah, so you know, that so we went through our like, growing pains, getting those systems down and totally. learning how to speak to each other for sure. And the same thing is talking to yourself or talking to yourself about worthiness. Absolutely. Wow. I wasn't even sure if, if I had enough content for this pod, but it really, it really came out. I told you this good. was going to be a good pod, It's baby. a good one. So, and again, you guys, if you're listening and you're going, okay. I know that I have to really do some work around this and it is more than listening to a 30-minute podcast. For sure. Cruise Everything over. Everything is. Right. Cruise over to the site, thejoyjunkie.com, click on work with me and see if that's for you. Um, and then we can get on the phone and, you know, but look at all the content, see if it's something that resonates with you. Like, oh yeah, I could really, I could really stand to get clear on that because I don't want to fuck around. Yeah. Like, I really want people who who are like it's time for a fucking change. I am done. And I'm going to I'm going to show up and I'm going to play hard for this life I want. So if that's it's you. So true. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> call me. <laughs> and I got call me. <laughs> All right guys, so I think that's about about it for today. Love you so much. If you have a moment, cruise to um iTunes, leave us a leave us a review, but only after you've checked out creating a badass life program and we will see you next week so here's to loving and living your most badass life mr and mrs smith out